Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome to this week's live on Facebook. I will be honest, this is probably going to be repurposed as a podcast episode as well. What I wanted to talk about today, this actually just came up in a group call that we had this morning um, with women working through specifically a weight loss journey with me. And one of them shared, you know, she's lost almost 30 pounds and she just recently saw her, I believe it was her dad, but, um, you know, she hadn't seen him in a couple months and her son was with her who has also lost quite a bit of weight, but without really having to try, right. As, as men and boys tend to do. And her dad made some comment about, you know, what a great job he was doing and that maybe he could teach his mom a thing or two. And she just had this like WTF moment of like, I've lost 30 pounds. Like you seriously can't tell. And it brought up for me just so many thoughts and ideas I have around, the whole weight loss conversation and negative self-talk and like all this stuff that is so perpetuated in our society. And some of it actually comes from probably not, you know, ill-meaning family members, but it's like, we have so little concept of ourselves and other people and like really being relatable and all of this stuff. You know, I've had these moments too of my ex-mother-in-law, you know, making a comment about at that point, I was basically a single parent. My husband was not helping at all, like running a business, taking care of our not even one-year-old and cooking and cleaning and like doing all the things. And she made some comment about how I don't keep up with the house. And I was just like, (laughs) you've got to be kidding me. So we've all got those instances and those moments, right? And I want to bring this into, you know, specifically in the realm of how we perceive ourselves and the, like, as women, we are really, really capable of having some pretty intense negative thoughts and negative self-talk with ourselves. And over the next couple of weeks on the podcast in particular, but also inside of this group, I'm going to be, you know, we're going to take on a bit of a unit around weight loss and some of the, I was actually going to talk about the myths around this, but I think we need to have this launch pad for today, you know, because so many of us struggle with it and there's so many reasons for that. But one of the really big ones is our actual self-perception because it affects our belief in ourselves that we can actually make a change or be any different or lose the weight. And that alone will perpetuate us not getting to where we want to get to. And I've got, you know, I'm not the only one who talks about this. I've been really happy to find, you know, several of the people I've interviewed right in a row, all were along the same line of thinking and had a little bit different perspective to just share into this. But, you know, so on the podcast, we've got stuff coming up with, you know, a guy who's like the leading fitness expert in Ireland and the UK of all things, but it was a cool conversation. Plus he's got a cool accent. You know, I've, I've got um, medical doctors that I've talked to who are in the weight loss world. So it's going to be really great, but I, I want to kind of launch us into this because if losing weight is one of those things that is on your mind and you're dealing with the world at large, which perpetuates us, you know, 
feeling bad about ourselves, thinking negative things about ourselves. One of the most powerful things someone shared with me in that interview will be out in a couple of weeks. You know, she said one of the first things she did in kind of overcoming some of this is she wrote down all the negative thoughts that she had about herself, but then she actually said them to someone else. She picked a friend who was she was close to and and you know they knew that this was an exercise and there was no reality based in it, but she actually spoke those words to another person. And like just doing that alone is so confronting and so like, oh my gosh, how can I possibly think this stuff about myself? That like that, if you can take on doing that exercise would be a huge, incredible place to start. In the meantime, you know, let's really dive into what, and I, I'm kind of processing this. We're going to actually talk about this in our group next week. It's came up at the end, but you know, we all have, like I said, those relationships or those people in our lives that kind of perpetuate this either feeling like we don't matter or we're, you know, not worth it or, um, you know, like we're somehow different and never going to experience X, Y, Z. We all have these stories, right? I've been reading, this is actually based on an interview I did with another podcast guest that'll be out in the new year, but I've been reading a book called, I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I'll find the title, but in any case, what, what we're talking about is the unshakable woman, four steps to rebuilding your um, life basically in, in your body after trauma or a crisis is, is essentially what this is about. But, you know, one of the things that she talks about in there, this is by Dr. Debbie Silber, and she was another awesome guest I had on, but she talks about how we all, you know, we have a story, right? We all have a narrative running and throughout our lives, we collect evidence and data and things that feed that story. And we can always find this stuff. They always, you know, if we're focused on our story and, and all the stuff that we, you know, believe to be true in the world, we will, f- everything that happens to us will point to how this is true. And this is where we get tripped up. And I'm not saying that, you know, our story isn't important and it doesn't, you know, shape us in some way, but a lot of us have really unhealthy and unhelpful narratives that are running our lives. And until we can, do something to interrupt that pattern. And it's fed, you know, my point with all this is it's fed by people like my client's father who made that comment and probably didn't mean anything by it, but it came across as, you know, what the heck, like I'm not valuable enough or I'm not important or, you know, I don't matter. I've lost 30 pounds and like, it's no one's going to notice or say anything to me. And like all of my clients, we all have moments of this, right? You know, my husband, and he doesn't mean anything negative by this, but like, he has no idea that I've lost 30 pounds. He's like, I can't really tell. And I'm like, cool, great. Thanks, dear. But whatever, you know, because to him, it doesn't matter. Whereas, whereas to me, it's, it's, um, it's more noticeable, right? Because my clothes fit better and all that stuff. My point in all of this is, you know, we have this narrative running and we have to interrupt it. And for many of us, it can be challenging to stop that negative self-talk. Some of us don't even realize we're doing it. And so there's a couple different exercises I wanted to give you guys just to, to work through this. And it, it also comes with having to shift our perception and our perspective and even work through some relationships and stuff. Like I've recently become a lot more aware of, you know, I thought I got through my teenage years and all of that stuff fairly unscathed because like my measurement was, oh, I didn't develop an eating disorder, (laughs) but no, like psychologically, you know, there's so much that goes on in my head that's negative. And I can just look back and remember, I, I shared on the podcast and I think in here, you know, looking back at photos from when I ran marathon and 
was really fit and thin and wore like a size zero. And my perception of myself back then was, oh, you're fatter, you have a pooch or, you know, you're not as thin as X, Y, you know, other person. And so we live in this world of comparison, of negativity, and then things that people say come across as, you know, feeding into that narrative and into that story. So the question becomes, how do we interrupt this? Like, how do we move powerfully? Because I'll be honest, ladies, until we do, you can do all the things that, you know, you know to do or can be told to do or try every diet and every exercise program. And that is not how you lose weight. And actually, we're going to talk about this this week or this month, I should say, in here, um, because there's there's some key missing things in our whole like weight loss conversation and how we go about trying to achieve that. But the bigger piece of it that's really, truly missing is getting into this mindset place. Because as I've shared this, and I had a guest on who originally said this, we can't hate our bodies into change and into submission. And so if you do anything, you know, I'm kind of trying to preempt the whole New Year's resolution and all this stuff that we tend to focus on and take on in a screwed up way that is not sustainable and that doesn't actually address the main issue. And, And one of those big issues is our own mindset and experience and narrative of ourselves in the world combined with, you know, all the things that perpetuate it in our society of, you know, believing that a certain size or a certain shape or any of those things is what's beautiful or, you know, what makes us worthy or or perfect. And so we think that we're not valuable really until we look a certain way or have a certain amount of money or or whatever it is. We're always striving for something that is really unachievable. And until we learn to really live in the present moment and love ourselves as we are and, you know, be happy where we are and not like we're, you know, just saying, ah, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, say the way I am. There's still room. Like that's the point, the loving yourself, not the just saying, screw it. The loving yourself is the point where we have the ability to actually affect change and move in a different direction and all of that. So with that, I'm getting to, you know, what are some of the things that we can do to start interrupting that negative self-talk and narrative that runs our brain? So one of them is to take on that really, like when I heard this woman share, you know, that she'd actually spoken the words she thinks about herself to someone else. I was like, Oh my goodness, that would be incredibly confronting. Cause you can't really hide from it then. It's like, Oh, like so in your face, just, I would never say this to another human being because it is so horrible. Sometimes we have to confront ourselves in that way. So that's, you know, that's one option. If that's a little bit terrifying, it also, you know, there's a disconnect. And this is another thing I got from this book that I've been reading, um, the unshakable woman, a lot of times just telling ourselves like, you know, I absolutely totally love myself or I am beautiful and powerful. Like all the, you know, sometimes the affirmations and the things that we're told are too far from where we're currently at to really be believable. It's not that they're not true. Just we can't convince ourselves that they are. And for some people it works to, you know, just even if you don't believe it, read or say that a lot of times it's more powerful to actually speak something out loud, but to read or say something out loud every day, can help interrupt that pattern. And eventually your brain will start to believe it. So that's, that's one option. Meditation is another way to just kind of tap into more of your subconscious because we have all these patterns and ways of thinking and stories that our subconscious brain is, you know, just ingrained in us because that's been our our brains constantly looking for evidence that something is true and real. And the more we feed that and feed into that story, the more it's going to say, this is 
you know, our reality. And that just runs in our background. And even if consciously, you know, we, we know, or we, I wouldn't say we know, like we can think something and intellectually understand it, but there's a difference between intellectually understanding it and really truly believing it in our core. And I know I've had problem with a disconnect there. And I believe many other people do too. So this is for all of us that, that struggle with that, you know, so meditation and that kind of stuff playing in the background. And this is something I'm working on bringing into my program, actually, um, just as I've learned more and kind of gathered more resources, but getting into that place of relaxation and being able to, that's where we can actually kind of seep into our unconscious mind and start to being our subconscious and start to rewrite some of those patterns and things that we believe about ourselves. And part of that is just bringing that conscious, recognizing like, oh, I'm criticizing myself in the mirror again. Okay. Let me say something else. And it can start small. And maybe it's something that, you know, you can't go to like, I am awesome and amazing and beautiful. And I look fabulous today. Like maybe you can't get to that, but you can start with, you know, my eyes are a really great color or I love my smile. Like find some little thing that you can really say honestly and truthfully to yourself that you really love and value about you. Um, It could also be like who you are in the world or part of what you're up to. Like just start finding those little things. And so this Dr. W. Subler talks about a bridge. And this is kind of that bridge idea where maybe we can't go from, you know, you're ugly and fat and stupid and all the terrible things that we say about ourselves to ourselves. Maybe we can't go from that to, you know, you're awesome, amazing, incredible, and beautiful and all those things, but we can start to find those little bridges where over time we can start to actually believe and reshape our reality and the truth about ourselves. And once we're able to do that, those comments, like, you know, my client's father or you know i've i've had these things come down from you know my dad at one point when i was like 16 told me i should weigh i think like 116 pounds or something based on my you know he was going off bmi and at the time i was a soccer player with a butt right like so and muscles at the time and so i i you know i was under the assumption that i i did not let that affect me but the reality was it kind of did you know it got in and like we've had these comments and things that build a perception of what beautiful is supposed to look like and i think until we can change that for other people we have to change it within ourselves and as we start to rewrite that narrative and that story and the things that we tell ourselves those comments or things that maybe would trigger us or set us off or add more evidence to how, you know, our reality says that we're ugly and not worth anything and all of that, they will roll off us because we will start to recognize they're not about us, or maybe they're not even meant in a negative way, or maybe, you know, all of these things. And maybe they're just really poor choices of words, but we'll actually be able to come from a place where we can start to impact that for other people and not just ourselves because we're not internalizing all this. So hopefully this this makes sense and gives you some ideas. I'm actually like processing this as I'm talking. I decided to just show up and talk about it. But, you know, there's so much that happens in relationship with, with ourselves and with other people that honestly keeps us stuck and holds us back because it ends up feeding into whatever this negative narrative is that we have running our lives. And until we can interrupt that, it doesn't matter how many diets you try going on or how many workouts you do or how hard you push yourself or, you know, how many days you make it to the gym or how many salads you eat. Like none of that is going to make any impact because our bodies are 
in some way protecting us and keeping us stuck in this narrative where this is the other piece of this, you know, there's safety. And I found this, especially in a lot of my women I work with who have experienced some sort of trauma or other things in their lives. Like there's, there's some sort of safety that we have in hiding in honestly kind of hating ourselves. And like, let's just be honest. It's, it's hate talk that we often give ourselves and, you know, it keeps us stuck because we have this pattern running that tells us that this is where, you know, where we should be because of how we view re- the reality of who we are and how we exist. I'm getting kind of deep on this. So hopefully this makes sense for all of you, but wherever you're at on that spectrum and, you know, sure. Does it help if you've lost some weight or, or, you know, have something? Sure. But in order to get there, like one of the most important things I did on my own journey of weight loss. And this is specifically what we're focusing on this month in December, because it's such a big deal in the new year. And I want to preempt all that is, you know, I had to just accept where I was at. And at that point I did not like myself, none of my pants fit. And I thought I looked fat all the time and my face was big and I hated seeing pictures of myself. And, you know, I was in this really just dark, dark place. But the reality was that narrative and conversation was exactly the same as it was when I was running marathons and, you know, weighed 130 pounds instead of 180, 50 pounds of difference, same story. And so my point with that is, you know, you can lose the weight, but until you deal with the thing that's going on in between your ears, it's not going to make any difference and life's not going to be any different. Will you be a little healthier? Sure, maybe. But the struggle to get there and, you know, your happiness and all the things that we think will come with weight loss won't actually be achieved until we deal with our mindset. And we can do that no matter what we weigh and no matter what we look like and be much more empowered as we go through the process, rather than doing it out of a place of hatred or, you know, trying to reach an ideal that like, who the heck knows what's beautiful or or cares? Like everyone has a different perception of that. Right. And so we have to find our own beauty, you know, inside and out in order to move forward into really making a significant change um, with how we look and how we are perceived in the world because it's going to start with us. So hopefully this makes sense and helps serve you all. I don't want to talk for too long here on all this, but you know, I I challenge all of you, especially if weight loss is a goal or is something that you've been striving for and maybe the holidays you're like, okay, screw it, I'm going to do what I want to do and then it's starting January 1, I'm, you know, doing all the things we always try to do. I really challenge you to take a different approach this time and start here, start with the hard stuff, start, you know, I notice for myself, I try to hide or, you know, I'll distract myself. We'll, we'll put it that way. When there's stuff going on that either I'm upset about or feeling negative about or disempowered or any of that, I distract myself. I'll be honest. I've, I think I've read 28 weeks straight and like 180 days in my Kindle app, right? Like I read a lot and it's not always, you know, stuff that's actually improving my brain. A lot of times it's like escape, you know, novels and things like that most of the time. Um, but I also read some things that are, you know, feeding my brain as well, but look for where you're hiding. What are you hiding from? you know, what's, what's the thing that you don't want to confront and don't want to deal with, because that is where you need to start in order to actually see progress and really start to transform and all of that, because you have to get attached to and start to see yourself in a different light 
Because when you do, it becomes a lot easier. You actually step into being that person. When I first meet with anybody, you know, in discussing like working together, it's not about the how or the what. Like all of us are constantly looking for how do I do this? What do I need to do? What diet do I need to follow? How, you know, how should I be exercising? What supplements should I be taking? Like those are all the questions I get in these, these conversations, right? And sure, I've got answers for that. And lots of people have answers for that and frameworks to provide and all of that. But my point is none of that matters until you deal with who the who is the most important. And that is who you need to be to really get to where you want to be. And you start being the who now, not when you get there, because you can't get there until you really take on the who. Otherwise, you're like a boat with it. There's a quote that I use from um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And, you know, without really getting connected to your who, who are you? Who is the person that is, you know, 30, 50, 100 pounds lighter, whatever it wants to be? Who is that? And then you start to take the steps to be that. And you might not believe you can be that, and you, but all of that stuff, all those limiting beliefs, all those stories and narratives, the evidence that we collect that says you can't be that is what you have to start transforming and moving, whether it's building bridges like we talked about or, you know, writing love notes to yourself, or that's actually a really good one too. Like write yourself a love letter. That could be hard. (laughs) Write yourself, you know, journal every day, do meditation. These are all the things that if you just started that, you will have far more success than you've had trying to beat yourself into submission up to this point. On that, we're going to do a mic drop and end this for this week. I will be back next week and we'll actually dive into, you know, scientifically speaking, more of the myths that surround weight loss and how you go about actually doing that. Um, And I'll share the actual videos of the interviews and stuff I have coming out this month in the the group. So it's easier for all of you to consume that stuff. They go on YouTube as well as on the, the podcast channel. But in addition to that, I will be showing up live and kind of adding to this conversation and discussion because it's an important one. So post comments, post questions, message me if you know, some of you are really confronted by this idea or don't know where to start or need some guidance or need some help or any of this, but I encourage everyone to really take this on for yourselves because until we do, the world's going to stay stuck and screwed up and, you know, all the outside input that gets thrown at us as women in particular, but also for men and for everybody else, you know, the change has to start with us. Be the change you want to see in the world. Gandhi, Gandhi always said that. So Hopefully this makes sense and we will see everyone next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.